Sit good. Welcome to Pog High. Um, uh, this week, uh, this is Sports Movie Podcast. We're here with Jack and Dale. Um, we, uh, this week, we've watched uh, Whip It, the 2009 movie. Uh, did directorial debut um, of um, uh, Drew Barrymore, Whip It, starring Ellen Page and, uh, and a host, a whole host of others and mm-hmm. cameos and, and superstars and what have you. A really good, good Good cast, actually. Solid cast. Solid casting. You can well set, done. Set your, set your crops set your, yeah, that, you can set your, you set your skates to that one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the... Um, firstly, as always, how are you doing? Oh. That's good. I'm glad. I want to get into the summary. Um, <laughs> oh, good. My favourite part of the whole episode. <laughs> Listening to Dale's summary. Well, I mean, last time you had a challenge, I, I said it at... Um, uh, or I, like when we did Sandlot, you set me a challenge. Yes. Uh, so how am I going to do this one? You, you get to decide. Okay, your challenge for this... Mm-hmm. Um, this summary mm-hmm. is to make it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> is that possible? Uh, interesting, you stay. I'll give it a go. All right. All right. You're a trooper. Um, <laughs> uh, Bliss. Bliss uh, Ca- Ca- Cavender. She's living in... Um, Bodine. In Bodine, Texas. She is a yeah. bit of a misfit. She's got the blue hair. She's mm. got the uh, overbearing parents who are making her do these, um, these beauty pageants, which she hates. Yes, right. She hates them. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Mum's into them. Oh, right. Dad doesn't give a shit. Oh, okay. He's a bit of a prick. Um, mm. You sound interested, so I'm keeping him interesting. Um, goes on a shopping trip to mm. Austin, Texas. Right. Um, finds out about roller derby. Ooh, oh, okay. Have you heard about this? It's a sport mm. where they are uh, on roller skates. Um, really kind of like a tough sort of gritty game. And it's like disco ball. Mm, yeah, it's the, the whole deal. whole deal, yeah. It's from the 70s. Um, so she realizes she gets into this. She uh, she brings her mate, uh, Pash, who's played by maybe from Rest of Development. Uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get through this. Um, she goes through. She joins the team. She really likes it. She's actually quite good at it. Yep. Um, she plays for the team, uh, the Hell Scouts, who are... Traditionally, a pretty shit team, but they get really good with her. They have a, oh, um, a com- competition and a really competitive relationship with the Holy Rollers, <laughs> who are fuck off, <laughs> who are uh, led by Juliette Lewis, who's kind of the baddie in this. Um, she is a boy involved. Oh, he sucks. We're gonna he, give. <laughs> sorry, sorry, boy. You're you're, gonna get it. you're you're done. You and Jimmy Fallon. I, need to, <laughs> I hope you guys aren't listening. Um, so anyway, like you know, she she has a blue with her folks when they find out that she's doing um, roller derby. She goes back to him when she busts up with boy. Um, she decides to get back into these uh, beauty pageants, um, but finds out there's a, a clash between beauty pageant and uh, roller derby final. She ends up leaving the beauty pageant, goes to roller derby final. They lose the relative final, but they're all happy. And she's got a new mate. She's got her old mates back. She's tight with her folks. She's going to move to Austin and become a professional uh, roller derby player. I guess like work at a record store or a, something in, on the weekends. Sick. Mm. Sounds sounds good. Sounds good. That was pretty interesting, wasn't it? That 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 was a good good go. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fair crack. <laughs> it was, it was a fair crack. Crack. Um, Okay, so like I first time I watched this movie. I didn't know what to think of it. I kind of watched it like, ah, I, I kind of, I guess I got caught up in other elements of the movie. Right. It's got this whole big subculture thing going on. You know, this is like this girl from this, this small town who's trying to, you know, find her way and, and gets a bit, you know, bit lost in Bodine and, and really finds her, her people in Austin, Texas in this roller derby scene. Um, I kind of got caught up in that sort of story. I didn't realize there was like a really, actually just fundamentally a really good sports movie, like almost yeah, yeah. to the, to the, to, why, to why, did you, why did you get caught up in this? Like, I think it was a subculture side of things. So it's just like there's so much going on. I'm, you know, 
you know, with like, oh, look, uh, we've got tattoos and hey, like, don't let the, let the crazy names fool you and, yeah. and that kind of thing. It's just like, oh, actually, it is, it is. And I think because I don't, I've never watched roller derby as a sport. Yeah. I've been to one um, roller derby event and I, you know, it was more about bands and, you know, drinking with friends and stuff. It was kind of like an event rather than going to a, a sporting game, but it is really, like a really cool sport. Yeah. Um, so I think because I'd never engaged with roller derby as a, as a sport, I didn't watch it as a sport movie. But then I watched it a second time, and I'm like, this is just a sport movie. It's a really it good, and it's, and it's hard to break new ground um, with with such a tight genre film that we've chosen to do mm-hmm. these uh, <laughs> dozens of podcasts about. Um, but I think they do quite well. Yeah, yeah. It is a classic sports movie, mm-hmm. um, apart from the end, I find. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe a bit like you, I... I uh, I have actually watched this movie twice. Mm-hmm. Don't you should do that. So, you know, there's something interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and the first time, I was quite hung up on the fact that they were okay with losing. Mm. Um, oh. I did not like that uh, five seconds after they lost to mm. um, Juliette Lewis's team. The Holy Rollers, yeah. Holy Rollers. They were like, ah, well, whatever. And then they're, they're going around. I was like, no, 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 no. You'd be but upset. I was like... I want my sports movie. I want the final result to have a big bearing. It'd be important, yeah. To be important. Mm -hmm. It's like, you guys didn't care. I don't Mm. get it. Well, that really Um, frustrated me. I mean, not so much the end game, because there were other... You know, I I think the thing about the sports movie uh, as well that we've talked about is is that the the underdog, who are the Hell Scouts, um, um, Bliss's team in this... um, that you don't lose what makes you yourself. So they, they maintain this moral superiority throughout. So at the start of the movie, yeah. um, you know, it's kind of they have jokes with their coach um, about, um, you know, oh, they're like celebrating losing and like we're number two out of, a, you know, out of two teams who are playing. Um, that I find infuriating. Like celebrating mediocrity and celebrating um, failure, like when you're competing in something, yeah. um, may, makes me angry. It makes me a bit like uncomfortable um, that, but, but when you get to like finally it's like you did your best you did good and they still maintain who they are I think that's the point they were trying to make yeah so I, originally I, I felt that frustration <laughs> I'm like no we're not accepting this <laughs> there's got to be something else <laughs> <laughs> I expect only four commitment in my movies um, and, but then on the second watch um, and perhaps thinking of it more in terms of other sports movies that we've watched mm-hmm. and that, that ethos of it, it's about inner self-worth. Mm. Um, I did have a different view and there was a line that I didn't quite, I didn't pick it up the first time, mm. but um, uh, Eve, EVE. Mm-hmm. EVE, representing, yeah. yeah. She says, your number one corporate attitude doesn't fly around here. Our bad attitude is our asset, mm-hmm. um, and it was that was them at the beginning saying we yeah. don't care about winning. Mm. Um, and I thought actually that was it. It did make me when I saw that the second time. It did remind me of the whole mm-hmm. inner worth mm-hmm. and that kind of journey. Mm-hmm. It's like hey, we're not being corporate number one. This we're, whole movie is yeah. about being alternative. Yeah, and yeah. Like no, no we, we don't care as long mm-hmm. as we we're happy. Um, I, I bought it the second time. Mm-hmm. Basically. The other thing that I picked up on the second time more mm-hmm. was that they, they weren't really that fussed, really, mm-hmm. until Juliette Lewis started talking too much smack. She uh, she crossed that smack line. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that this team got fired up out of spite. This 
whole movie for them was about sticking it to Juliette Lewis mm-hmm. and, and Spite. And that is something and we, which... We, we've connected on this. I can connect with that. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a very, very real thing that a lot of people... Myself included. Like, <laughs> I'm not- moving to Austin. I'm going to go out of state. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a huge motivator for me. Um, and it, it never really gets, you don't really talk about it. Cause mm. it's, not, it's not a positive personality trait. It's like, mm. why did you do that? Why did you do that? Mm. Like, well, just to say fuck off to this dude. But it's but- especially, it's especially acceptable in this movie because Juliette Lewis yeah. is such a cartoonish, ba- I don't necessarily li- like her in this movie because she's so right. over the top, like her stances and the way she speaks and stuff she says is so cartoonish. But yes, yeah, like she is, she's villainous. Yeah. She's a villain in this. Like we didn't get a lot of like real bad, bad guys. There's a lot of redemption. I mean, and she's redeeming the engine. Like, hey, you know, cool, kind yeah, of you know, fist they, bump, whatever. They do try and show her character has a mm-hmm. vulnerable side. Mm-hmm. I didn't find anything I was good until, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. until I was mm-hmm. 31. How old are we, Dale? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasting? No. Um, so, you know, but yeah, so I, I think, yeah, it's more, it, it is acceptable on this because she's, she's just horrible. Mm. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But oh, yeah, I quite like the spite. On the second watch, I really like the spite elements. <laughs> and I kind of bought more that it was about them maintaining uh, mm-hmm. their, their values. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whereas the first time, mm-hmm. I was like, I demand victory. The one thing that I got on the second watch yep. um, was, I guess, a local sports aspect of it. Because a lot of the... Yep. So we, I watched this movie like before we started doing the podcast. And watch it now, and every week we're watching a sports movie, and they're usually centered at like the world class or competitive level. Yeah, I like watching this. Um, you know, we watch Rocky. Um, like we did Rocky Month, and it's all well. And if you haven't given Rocky Month a listen, go ahead. Listen to it now. <laughs> um, after listening, yeah, and downloading everything else, yeah. um, and leaving a comment and telling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I like the local sports aspect of this, where you like, you know, you, and I can connect with that. I play local sports in a very low division, but it is incredibly important to me, and I, I, I really like doing it. I mean, I, I have had to miss out this year because I was living in Dust Bowl, but I played last year. I'm going to play next year, um, and I, I really. In, I really enjoy that, yeah. and I really get that. I connect to this that you know you you have to go work at the squeal pig. What's it called? The oink, oink, joint. The, oink, the oink joint. You have to go. You have to go work at the oink joint. I said squeal because that was the name of the burger, and pig because there's a pig on top of it. Yeah. Um, you have to work at the oink joint, but like for you know for like forty five minutes on a Saturday, you're like you know this is the most important thing in in the world, and it's what yeah. matters. And you know like it's you know that sort of stuff doesn't you know you, all the shit you, oink joint isn't. The oink joint does not define you, Jack, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, and so, you know, and yeah, so I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no I, I, I feel the same way. <laughs> um, except for I haven't played sports for a while. But no, I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And the fact that it's pitched at a, at a lower level mm-hmm. um, as a viewer has no bearing whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Because as we've said many times before, it's not about the sport. Really. Mm-hmm. It's about that, that character and their yeah. journey and things like and that. And that's what, yeah, is one of the, like, yeah. So this is the, the perfect sports movie formula for it, me and it is that that it's, thing it's a classic sports movie mm. with a punk rock hairdo like, well, I like don't, that. don't let I the like facade uh, don't let the the exterior the packaging mm-hmm. the promotion make you think that this is anything but a classic sports mm. movie it is, it is just it is a very very classic on, sports on, movie on good storytelling a really straight linear you know it, it is it's uh, you know we I guess that one thing that Strictly Boring did give us um, a great movie um it, it, it is this mythology. It's this, it, you know, we, we know how this was going to go. You love that mythology. Uh, I do. Comparison. It's excellent. It's excellent because it so is. What, like, what, what is it that, you, that appeals to you about it? Because I, th- I think that I've just realized. rings true. The thing that I've realized, it rings true, but I think that I've realized I like about sports movies is it is 
it's, it's not confused. It's a simple, basic story. It doesn't matter. Like, it, basically, I could watch the same movie where, where it's going to be underdog, misfits, finds other misfits, um, bad at something, realizes they can get good, conflict and drama in other aspects of life, um, then onto a big game, win or lose, doesn't really matter, and, like, you know, a, a, a strong, you know, conclusion where it's sort of like there's redemption and... I, I, I like that. I like that it's a really simple story. And you could you could have that story and tell it to me a million times, but there's ways, you know, you bring in different characters. You can, like, it, it is yeah. just a, an exercise in storytelling. It's not trying to, you know, like kind of make it too too confusing, try and do too much. It is just, it's like, you know, like it, it, you do it in a way. So like predictability is not a problem to me because I, I don't care. It's how you tell the story. It's how invested I can be. It's how you show your character's motivations. It's it's how you show that there are real stakes uh, you know, there, there are real things at stake, yeah. uh, whether that be at the um, Cold War level or at, or, or, or at you know, um, like a local roller derby jam. Yeah. Um, and that's what I like about it. That's that, that mythology, because I basically I could watch that same story every time. It's Rocky, it's Strictly Ballroom, and it's Whippet. They're all the same movie. Yeah. Rocky, Rocky. <laughs> Not Rocky 4. <laughs> Not Rocky 5. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, I distinctly remember Rocky can't ice skate, so he probably can't roller skate But um, I don't think of it in terms of the mythology, but I've said repeatedly that sports movies are about characters. Mm. And if you don't care about that character, mm. then everything else doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You have to care about one person mm. and their growth and them overcoming something. Mm. And that's what's is, great about this movie. It is a because such- it has a real actor mm. or actress mm. in a, an Ellen Page mm. who's... A, Magnificent. Yeah, yeah. In this, uh, this like I, like I think she probably would have got more um, acclaim for Juno, which I didn't like at all. And that's when I first really? when, when I turned on this movie, I'm just like, you didn't oh, like Juno. The first ten minutes, I'm just like, oh, this is fucking Juno again. Is that it's just, it's of just your gonna, pro-abortion stance. It's just going to be be teenagers like saying like fucking Facebook words to each other for like it's, it's just like oh man, like it's just it's funny because in the first ten minutes, I thought mm-hmm. um, on the first watch when I hadn't watched this. Mm-hmm. That this was going to be the female version of uh, Superbad, oh. and I was fucking keen. For that. <laughs> <laughs> this one's good as well. This is yeah. good, but um, I, I was kind of interested to see where <laughs> that Superbad was yeah. going to go. Yeah. No, see, I'm, yeah, so uh, yeah, on Ellen Page, I didn't like Juno, and I thought this movie was going to be Juno again, and it wasn't. And Ellen Page was tremendous, and she is supported by a. Let's go through them. Okay, Ellen Page. All, all Very class. Good. She is all class. She's tremendous. Amazing actress. Um, everyone else is good, but she takes the cake in this, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know who I'd give the silver medal to. Who would you give the silver medal to? Kristen Wiig. So I think Kristen Wiig, she she held it down, but I I feel like just a little bit... I don't, I don't know what it was about her, but I just felt a little bit underwhelmed. So this is what I think it was about her. Mm-hmm. She was given a script mm-hmm. with a series of very, very shit jokes. That's maybe that's what it is. Crab like, jokes. Oh, the crab, the crab joke is like the real like sore point in this movie. It's like, what the fuck was that shit? <laughs> but she, ma- for me, mm-hmm. she managed to not make me feel mm-hmm. that venomous again, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she delivered the lines really, really well. Yeah, I think she's good. She had great comic timing. Mm-hmm. She had she added a bit of mm-hmm. interest and intrigue mm-hmm. to the character. Um, and it was essentially a cameo, like an extended cameo. Mm-hmm. That is how you do a comedy cameo performance. Mm-hmm. Not what Jimmy Fallon did. Oh, so Jimmy Fallon. I mean, oh no, let's go through because I think the blokes, <laughs> the blokes take the Razzy in this. You got Jimmy Fallon. Razzie. Was that Razzy? You got yeah. Jimmy Fallon. You got 
The coach. Bo- boy, yeah, the coach. And the you got coach boy. has some funny lo- yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go back to the the yeah. stinkers. Um, moving on from Christian Wig, um, I think they would have very easily like if if this was Sylvester Stallone directing this, he would have put himself in that character, this, you know, like, mentor, like, supportive, you know, coach, captain, you know. I think it was a smart move by Drew Barrymore to put herself in this, like, little, like, supporting role. Yeah. Um, I'd imagine practically it was quite a smart movie. Yeah, yeah. If this is your... And she's fun. She's really fun. It's funny because the first time I watched this movie, I didn't like her at all, but the second time I kind of appreciated like, it. She, like, she looked like she's having fun, and I'm having fun watching her. Yeah. Like, I like her as well. Like, as, as like, kind of like a little, you know, supporting role. Yeah. It was yeah. good. It was good. There was some funny... Um, Juliet Lewis. See, I didn't mind it. I'm, I'm. I know you don't like it if something's caricaturish or not mm. realistic. But mm. for me, as long as there's enough realism in mm. other characters, mm. I'm fine. If you've got like a, mm. a blank slate, this is the villain, and she. It isn't like she pretended to be anything else. Like mm. she, mm-hmm. she opens up by screwing up yeah, her face. Like, like it's like okay, we've established this is this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're right. Mm-hmm. It's cartoonish and over the top. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm fine. But this is a sports movie. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. That, relaxed that, out. That, that's my take. But if like all the characters were like that, mm. um, or if you didn't have the serious performances of mm. um, Ellen Page, mm-hmm. then I probably wouldn't be alright. Yeah, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Fallon. Oh my god! So, uh, so, so, what? Here's what I see happening. Here's what I saw happening. Somebody out of it. We're like, no, they're like, <laughs> wait a minute. Nobody is going to know anything about this sport. How are we going to do that? That Jimmy Fallon. Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy, come here. Jimmy, come here. Yeah. Do you want to be in this movie? Uh, I don't know. Put this blazer on and then stand here and then just talk shit, just like fucking riff. Wasn't he dating Drew Barrymore? Oh, right. Something? Maybe that's the case. Like, that was the only explanation that I... Because I thought... Like, I, know, I know the boss. I'm friends with the boss, so I... Yeah. I'm um, oh, sleeping with the director. Like, I... He was terrible. It was, it was, I mean, he must have been riffing, but it was just so annoying. It wasn't but, funny. But I felt like maybe I kind of connected a little bit with it when they also found him annoying and they found him frustrating. So it's just like maybe I'm supposed to hate him heaps. But if you're Jimmy Fallon, he didn't play that well. Mm. Like... Yes, maybe the characters are going to find you that way, mm. but um, you can still play that in a way that the audience likes. It doesn't find you absolutely yeah. like unbearable. Yeah, I mean, no, you raised the fa- a fair point. Maybe it wasn't Jimmy Fallon. Maybe it was the way it was written, or but it seemed, it seemed like he was riffing. He seemed like he was. Just, it seems like he was making it up, mm. and he didn't stride that line of I'm funny and I'm interesting to the audience, mm. and I'm annoying the characters. Mm. He just he was, he was just annoying, and and more more importantly. Very unfunny. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're a comedian. Your job <laughs> it's your is, job. Your wife, it's your job. Every night of the week, he works every day being a comedian. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like his it's one, not a weekend thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, exactly. It's like if you're if you're doing, if you're a comedian, you have got like a cameo performance, and they mm-hmm. give you something which is shit. Mm-hmm. Don't you go? <clears throat> I'm going to make this funny. <laughs> <laughs> People will think it's me who's yeah, not exactly. funny, and we can't have that. Is that yeah. a reason to walk out on a movie? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, at this point, I don't think he's getting offered anything. But also, I, th- I think... I have to admit, though, I don't like Jimmy Fallon in general. <laughs> so, 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 I think this reflects something else with the movie. I think it was a, they kind of... Is is that they did have to keep explaining the rules. It is a, quite a complex yeah, yeah. sport. Um, and I, I, I guess it would have it been a good promotion for the game. Hmm. So they had to kind of explain things. They went, that's like, and so like in, like, general, like... 
conversation. It's just like, oh, anyway, um, you know that today you'll be starting as the jammer. The jammer is the person who, you know, like you kind of had to really, they worked into conversation. It just didn't, it stuck out like sore thumb. It did. There was some quite bad fourth wall stuff, Mm. but they had to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I know they had to, but it just didn't. And that, unfortunately for Jimmy Fallon, was already giving a poor performance, also had to do that. So that just kind of like heightened that for me. Yeah, heightened it. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the roller derby scenes in the movie. You did? It's really good. Mm. And uh, then I was like, why isn't this a thing? Like a... Mm. Wasn't this a big, big sport? Mm. Um, and then I watched some on YouTube. Mm. And that's why. Oh. In reality, it's not nowhere near as good. It's as the classic sports movie thing where you watch Rocky and you're like, boxing's fun. <laughs> boxing's fun. Boxing's great. And then, and then you're like, I want to watch the biggest match like of our lifetime. Like the, uh, what's it, the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight. And it's like, this is boring. Yeah. yeah. What are they, what, what, this you is, can't this possibly it? get hit in the head as many times as <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Rocky Hill. That's the problem. And it's probably the same with, with Roller Derby. Like, you mm. can't skate that fast mm. and take that many falls and yeah, hits yeah, yeah. in your real life. Because, mm. like, watching it on YouTube, it was a lot slower and there was mm. lots more wall forming. Mm. And it's just like, this is just like trying to get through somebody at a busy train station. This is boring. You'd be great at that. <laughs> <laughs> I am good at that. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll skate. Not a girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, are there men? Is it, is it blokes, Roll Derby? I don't know. Maybe we could start one. Maybe. Mm. Maybe that's how we can. The Gimmick can't skate. Always come back to that. Yeah, so I'd suck at that too. I'd suck it's at the sport that I just. It's <laughs> offensive. <laughs> <laughs> how. How embarrassing is that? How terribly British or. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I mean, maybe it's also not not probably because it kind of prides itself on being the the subculture sport. Like it is the yeah, you know, it is it is the the the, the punk rock hairdo of the yeah yeah. Um, and I quite yeah. enjoyed the alternative heart of this film. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah it is. Um, yeah. I mean, you said I think it balances it well. I don't think um, it tries to do too much. I think it's I think it's good. No, that, yeah. Um, so you you said at the beginning of this episode. Um, I think mm-hmm. that you got lost the first time you watched this a bit. Not got lost. I just got yeah, like side I guess you're sidetracked by by the whole subculture of it. Yeah, yeah. By the subculture mm-hmm. element of it, and because um, I mean, subculture has been a big part of like yeah. That's you know, I spent I spent my a bit of my youth and I guess fringely now like in doing doing like punk bands and, and hardcore bands or whatever, and so I kind of get that. I I kind of you know get like I'm moving to Austin to do brawler It's like fuck yeah, I'm gonna like put all my resources and all my time into like so playing you, playing in a band that four people watch yeah so mm. you didn't connect more on that level like you didn't no I did that's the thing that's what I first watched like that's what I was watching and then, right. and then like I watched it and I'm you like, were watching I, you I, on I, rail, roller skates I was watching like this is I, I am Ellen Page <laughs> your pash um, and, but, but then I was like I, so I kind of watched it I'm like that's not a sport movie this is just like a bunch of you know this is like a you know a rock and roll movie, um, and then it's like, oh wait, this is actually the perfect formula for a sports movie, and it's so well disguised, it's so well d- done that it is. A, it is a fresh look. I think it's it's really well done. Yeah. Um, when you said um, your patch, um, that reminded me of the wink joint. Do you remember that jock at the start? Oh. 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 He was the worst. He was the worst. He but, was the worst. But, it's free bitches. It's free. Oh, it's free bitches. It's just like, I always thought he was gross. And then you go, it's free bitches. And you're like, oh, yeah. um, It did make me think though, have you ever been in an eating competition? <laughs> no. I mean, I, do, <laughs> I, I mean, like, it's conflicting because I do like eating things. And I, I'm not like a big foodie. Like, like, yeah. like I, I don't need to eat 
nice food, but I like being full. Like I like, I like, I like, I'm satisfied after a big meal. But com- competitive eating is is really like a disgusting, a, a disgusting thing. Yeah. <laughs> so once upon a time, <laughs> speaking of disgusting, <laughs> speaking of disgusting, um, maybe my best quote unquote sporting moment. <laughs> Um, I won a free burrito, free kilo burrito for eating a kilo burrito in five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Yes, you're right. That is better than that time you got uh, most improved umpire and hit a century for our school cricket team. That's your most pri- prize moment. Yeah, yeah. But in, indulge me, Dale. This is my one story of, of triumph. All right, right. Is so it involved in, spite? A little. A little. It does, a little. Right. So. There was a bunch, what made me very much identify with that beer mm-hmm. was in the burrito place mm-hmm. was a bunch of what I would describe as jocks mm-hmm. and they were doing the challenge too mm-hmm. and they couldn't finish the burritos mm-hmm. and they were kind of, there was that one like te- young teenage person working in the burrito place mm-hmm. um, and they were like trying to harass and intimidate them into giving them a free burrito saying, oh, no one can do this. No one can possibly do this. <laughs> give us the free burrito. So I go in there, smash the burrito. <laughs> smash two burritos and a side of nachos. <laughs> I, I smashed the one burrito, went up there, got my free t- oh, got a free T-shirt too. Oh, no. Voucher for a free burrito. And then I turned around and said, have fun, boys. And <laughs> oh, no. Exit stage left. Our, our hero. <laughs> and then uh, life went on. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> right, so something that I did enjoy about this movie mm. more than second mm. watch um, was the coach. You did? See, I, did. I found him a little disappointing. Like, as he, as he rocks up... Jean shorts. Jean shorts and playing like an 80s banger soundtrack. I'm like, this is going to be fun. Yeah. He's going to be fun. Um, I yeah, really yeah. liked how... He was like from Point Break or something. Yeah, he did. <laughs> seemed like he was Point Break. Um, and his beard is now more... Is, mm-hmm. is, 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 more in fashion now mm-hmm. than it was back then. Mm-hmm. I think I know what you're going to say, though. Go on. What you liked about it. I think you know what I'm going to say, too. Go on. Go on. On me. Oh, no, no, no. What I really liked about it was that when the team weren't listening to him, he gave the play to the other team. How cool is that? That is fucking boss. That I, I would, I've never seen it. Yeah, no, I've never seen it. Yep. That's like, yeah, adding fresh things to a sports movie um, yeah. that had to have happened in real life or something, because that's... That's cool. It's so simple, though. It is. Like, yeah. You idiots won't listen to me. I'll show, I'll, I'm going to show you how they I'm work. Yeah. yeah, no, I really enjoyed that. So I guess he he was the one who put... I mean, it was the, it was the um, involvement of, of Bliss and using his plays that got them to the finals. So yeah, that's, that's understated, I guess. But um, yes, plays... Like, run the plays, get the plays. I don't know. They, they said a rhyme. I forget what it was. I can't remember. It. <laughs> um... Yeah, I thought Razor was good, um, but just a little bit disappointing. Um, the boyfriend, I hated him. I hated him. I think maybe it, it was... Uh, they, they they did him well, though, I think. Yeah, he was supposed to be hated. Yeah, and they, there was... You know what I'm realising? Mm-hmm. Watching a movie twice, you pick up on a fuckload more, don't you? It's like an onion. <laughs> it's like an onion cake. It's like an onion cake. Maybe we should watch all... Nah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I do. I watch... Uh... I watched them once more than I watched them twice. Sometimes I watched them twice. What, what is it? Because like it was really, really good, or like are you? I just I think I, I think I get more from it. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I, I'm expected to talk about it for 35 minutes. 
well, you know, half of 35 minutes because you're talking, probably less than half, you're talking more than I do. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so I, I got to have a pretty good understanding of it. So I'll be like, I'll, I'll watch that again. Maybe just kind of like drum everything home. I'm taking notes for a part of it on the first watch, so maybe yeah, I'll yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, on the second watch, what mm-hmm. I realised is that they let you know very early that this guy's a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, in that scene where he and um, Ellen Page mm-hmm. are in the, in the fields, mm-hmm. And they can't find the keys. Mm. And then he finds the keys mm-hmm. and he throws them away knowing she is late for the thing that she loves most in her life. But, oh, but she needs to like, be, be all romantic and everything. I'm being romantic. You're not being romantic. You're being a selfish you're, asshole. You're being selfish. You're, you're being, being a, a selfish, selfish dick. So for all the teenage girls that listen to our podcast, who I'm sure there's lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's our market. Don't right? take shit from anyone. Don't Fuck that. Ellen, play it like Ellen Page. Mm. Um, don't take. Don't shit. give him the good white kiss though. Fuck that guy. You know, fuck that guy. And even if he comes back with a, well, logically this is happening. It's like, no. If he made you feel like shit, he did shit. Mm. Don't forget that. Soft dudes. There's no room in your life for soft dudes. No, no. Um, but the <laughs> <laughs> thing, but a thing about this guy is he holds a record on a pinball machine. That I also <laughs> really? so I couldn't believe it. So you remember, so Jack and I, listen, Jack and I were friends since we've been since we're twelve years old. My parents had a one of those old, like old old pinball machines at our house, um, which only cost a couple hundred bucks. It's the same one he plays in that same the, one. Yep, the exact same one. Did you remember Mustang? With the horses uh, on it. I remember the big horses mm. on it. I don't remember. And, and, he, and he wears his his high score on his <laughs> on his jacket. Yeah. And mine was bit better, and I was like fifteen. So <laughs> take that, take that weirdo. No, he sucks. Um, yeah, yeah. but he sucks, and I beat him at pinball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're better than him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> another on the sport movie side of things, though. Um, another thing that I noticed from this, and then we see in Basti Blues, and we see in Friday Night Lights, and we see in Full of Dream, is we get an insight into small town America which doesn't seem that delightful and is always often people are trying to get out you know you got uh, Van yeah. der Beek in um, Varsity Blues or yeah. you know, that, that kind of thing you, you know Ellen Page wants to get out they, and, and also um, maybe from Arrested Development um, Pash <laughs> wants to get out as well um, so yeah yeah like, I, I think like seeing these towns is really like a bleak bleak part of these movies um and you know we got we got those towns in Australia too, and they're oh, they're dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bit weird. It kind of portrays these towns as um, a suffocating fishbowl, mm. and it's like if you don't fit into it, yeah, yeah, it's if, the worst if, place. In the yeah, world, yeah, 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 yeah. They just don't they don't get you. You like yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you either fit in or you get out. Mm. That, that's how it's mm. kind of portrayed. Mm. Um, I mean, we. I don't think where we grew up was quite. No, like no, that, no. I don't we're, think we're, it was quite as. It wasn't like a big city liberal place either. No. I think it was probably somewhere in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I did find the, the scene where she was leaving Bodine and it was like kind of uh, going through and it's like goes past the oink joint, mm-hmm. goes past the football field. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> she's she's fleeing uh, the country town on a bingo bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found that yeah. kind of like, my big break out of here is the, yeah. old, the oldies. <laughs> with the old blue the rinse. Yeah. Bus, yeah, with the blue rinse. So. Um, which of course was reference to her having blue hair, <laughs> <laughs> which was clever. It was someone was fun. It was yeah. My mum, growing up as a teenager, <laughs> dyed her hair blue. As a really, of, she was a rock and roller. As an act of rebellion, apparently. Yeah. Then why does she have such a problem with me being a rock and roller? <laughs> Don't think. Well, you know, people change. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 
My mum's thing with you is that you had deep eyes and she thought you were on the drugs. Yeah, well, I got those deep set eyes. I got those. And you were on the drugs. And I was on the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daniel Stern has not aged well, speaking of... His character was interesting. I, I, it frustrated me. I don't, right. I don't like... I think it's a, a, an incredibly predictable storyline in a... Um, you know, a, a storyline, a sports movie, which is traditionally male-dominated. Um, you got, um, you know, strong female leads, and it's like, like, whinging mum, and, hey, cool, cool guy dad. Cool guy dad's going to save the day. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't... Yeah, I mean, they try to portray him as the enlightened one in the end. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if, he, if she likes that kind of thing, then that's yeah, what yeah. she should portray. We had to get to that point. We had to get to that point, and we had to get there some way, but it just makes you think of Ben like Beckham. Um, where, where it's the same thing. It's like, oh, cool dad. Hey, yeah, cool, yeah. cool dad's gonna you know save the day. Yeah, the, the mum's so wrapped up in the tradition that she yeah. can't mm-hmm. get past it, whereas mm-hmm. dad can. Mm-hmm. I agree, and he was largely like an absentee dad throughout the whole. Yeah, thing. I think like, like, he wasn't like, a model for like a father of that. Yeah, and it was really like um, like a really directed criticism when he's like you know go back into your shell like you you know like he you know he watches. You know, football games in his van by himself, which is like a real like, bleak, bleak moment. Is it sad that I was kind of jealous of his TV van? I think it, is that, it's in context. Context. So no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but but in context. But if you're doing it to dodge your family, yeah, yeah, then yes. maybe yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd probably you know you'd invite people over for your your uh, TV van, yeah, your football yeah. van. Yeah, you know, sure, yeah. You know, you, you, you'd have you'd have Marie there with you, you'd yeah, your boy yeah. there with you. Yeah, Marie would love that. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a television inside. No, 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 no. I'm going to park the van, the TV van. <laughs> um. But yes, I, I mean, yeah, he, he was a frustrating character, and I think that um, yeah, that storyline's a bit, a bit um, uh, obvious, a bit played out. Yeah, I don't know if I like the idea that it has to be the dad that kind of. Mm. I mean, the mum doesn't really redeem. Uh, she does a bit at the she end. She does. She comes back at the end. Yeah, and a weird time as well. Like, so when she like, I, I thought like she would be, she'd come around at the beauty pageant. Like, all right, you know. It's my daughter's thing, and then goes, but then you know, she gets upset again when yeah. she's like, "Why are you doing it to me?" Which I think is a really nice gesture. Like I'm doing the beauty pageant for you, not for myself. I don't want to do it for myself. She knows she doesn't want to do it for herself. She said her entire life she doesn't want to do it um, um, yeah. by herself. Which also um, makes me think of the um, the speech that Kristen Wiig has with um, with uh, Alan Page's character Bliss as well in the car. Yeah, which is like, I oh, give her a break, and I'm like. Fucking no. I, I agree. I was like, maybe this is like the 31-year-old guy mm. talking. Like, no, no, no. Mum's wrong. Mm. She needs to back the fuck mm. off. Mm. Um, and, and I mean, it's, it's fair to give perspective of other sides of the argument. You know, she's saying that, um, you know, by you know, lying to your parents about doing going to roller derby, um, you're, when she calls her selfish because she wants to do roller derby and she doesn't want to do beauty pageants, it's kind of like, come on. And I'm like, no, no, I think I'm... I think I'm on Ellen Page's side. But I was on her side from day one. She was, she was killing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of goes without saying that the mum was being overbearing and mm-hmm. you should let people kind of... Beauty pageants are kind of weird anyway. Mm-hmm. Why, don't force people to do stuff they don't want to that do. Is, that is weird, isn't it? It is weird. It is weird. I mean, they chose beauty pageants for a reason. All right, quick fire. I've you, never been in one, no. If you could have dinner with anybody, who would it be? Conan O'Brien. No, you're 
Nah, you're not going to get any points for that. You've got to do it like a beauty pageant contestant. Oh, I'm doing it for me, Dan. I'm in this beauty pageant for me. <laughs> if I was to have dinner with anybody, it'd be with Conan O'Brien. <laughs> because then I wouldn't be the whitest guy. The <laughs> I love you, Conan. <laughs> um, who's the person you look up to the most? Also Conan O'Brien. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in this case, it's because he's much taller than me. <laughs> Um, moving on. Ah. Move, ah. Moving on. Um, so, I guess in summary, for me, um, as I said, this is a it's a classic sports movie. Mm. Punk rock hairdo. Nice. When I first watched it, though, I was a bit off put mm-hmm. by um, them not caring about winning. Mm-hmm. But on second view, I kind of was a bit more forgiving mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Thought Ellen Page was. Was magnificent. Magnificent, yes, she's good. Out of a lot of the movies that we've uh, that we've watched, this stands it, it, out. It, it's a shiny. I just want to put one of my favourite movies we've watched. It's top top five, easy. That, that's a discussion for. Ooh, okay. So, but like, she just delivers lines so well. Mm-hmm. Like when she's in the kitchen, mm-hmm. um, and the mum walks in, and she's just like, "Just don't judge me right now." Mm-hmm. Um, I, I felt that, mm-hmm. and if, as I said, it's all about getting you know, an, into the skin of a character, mm-hmm. their ebbs and flows, mm-hmm. um, then she really helped. Mm-hmm. And th- that came through for me. Mm-hmm. Also, I identify with people, with me not wanting people to judge me when mm-hmm. I'm eating food in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we leave it there, then? Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> Um, this has been Pokai. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, get us a Pokai podcast, Gmail, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the dot com. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with another movie. I haven't decided yet, but uh, you'll you'll see then. Um, until then, um, always for, remember that um, Roller Derby's not a crime, man. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Punk rock. <laughs>